We finally got to live our dream. To look like a band. To look cool. Air guitar. Air drums. Were you the bass player? Or were you I was the, the bass player. Because it's just like... It only took us 100 episodes to get to that point. Only? Only 100. Is that what we're here for? We are here to celebrate our 100th episode, our centennial birthday celebration. We are a whole centennial. We're here. What's up, guys? Hey, y'all. For the 100th time, 100th time. So let's uh, kick a shout out to the sponsors real quick. Uh, Wave Space Audio for the music for every 100, every 100 of these episodes. Mm-hmm. And uh, Young Ideas Dish for all your Dish and Google product needs. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, guys. Um, we are here and we are talking 100 episodes of us. Basically life in these past 100 episodes. What's been going on with us, the show, everything. And because it's episode 100, we want to do something a little special, a little different. Hence the video you're seeing of my lovely media room and and my lovely dog who didn't want to get down. So you guys get to see Mocha in this episode. Oh, she's just hanging out. <laughs> she's just sleeping. She just wants to be here. Um, if you guys ever hear barking in any of the background of any of our episodes, it's her. Because she wants to, you know, be a part of it. And she has been a part of it for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Not all hundred, but she's, she's been super- here a while. She supervises most of our episodes. Well, we're here and we're talking hundred episodes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of an episode to reminisce. Think about where we've been, where we're going, you know? Yeah. I guess let's start with where we've been. Uh-huh. Like where we were when we first started versus yeah. where we are now? Yeah. Where were you when you first started with me? I was young. I was Poe. I was living at home. I was working two jobs. <laughs> uh, didn't have dog. Uh, I just started dating my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time. So that just started. Um, yeah, just grinding away at work was pretty much my my whole thing at that time. I didn't do a whole lot of other things, unfortunately. So I was old and I was poor and I had been doing, uh, shows for quite a while. Um, I had, I'd been doing podcasting since 2012. So I was doing it before it was cool. You know, I was doing like internet radio and podcasting and none of it was cool at the time. And I had been doing a show with another individual that, uh, we were, we were making some progress. He was actually an old radio buddy of mine. And work got in the way with his scheduling and I wanted to continue moving forward with it. So then I put an ad on Indeed of all places and uh, found her. Indeed success story, guys. Yeah. Just be grateful it wasn't put on. You didn't put it on like, you know, Craigslist because one, I don't really go on Craigslist. Um, And if it had been on Craigslist, you would have gotten some interesting people like calling you back, inquiring about this. Not that I'm I'm perfect by any means, but I think being posting it on Indeed definitely saved you. It made me it, it gave me some legitimacy, you know. I, I did want to I did want somebody that actually wanted to do this that didn't have too much baggage. You had to have a you had to have a little baggage to do this, but you know I wanted somebody somewhat normal, and I think it worked out. I think you ended up being somewhat normal. I think. 
think I can I can pull off somewhat. Mm-hmm. So when you first met me, you know, again, it's one of those things where I post an ad on Indeed. We text, we talk on the phone, and it's like, hey, come in, let's let's see how we mesh. What the hell are you thinking? What were you thinking? Well, I did my background research on you first to make sure, like, you weren't, you know, a stalker or a creep and didn't have a record and all that. So I felt pretty safe meeting you. Um, but I liked that we were so different because you are a little bit older than me. You come from a different background and we have different perspectives on things, mm-hmm. but not so different that we can't agree on certain things or find nuances or laugh about stuff. So I was like, oh, if I talk to this guy on live on radio video whatever we're gonna find a way to have some laughs no matter what because no matter the subject no matter our viewpoints we can still find common ground on it and at least respect each other's views and still have fun at the same time and, and i think i think that was one of the big reasons that i i i like the idea of, of us is that we are from two different demographics you know at the time you were like in your 20s uh, Caucasian female, and then you got middle aged Latino, you know, and, and it. We both grew up, you know, it's like an 11 year age gap, I believe. So, really, what I wanted to do is be able to show, like, hey, we've got two different spectrums of people here, two different genders, and they still like sometimes we agree to disagree, and and but like we're able to make it work. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of enjoyed that fact that we could. We can bring two different opinions. We can have our moment. We can kind of bicker, kind of agree on some things. But then it's like, hey, they kiss and make up and they're still they're still civil. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, if I can do it, you can do it. So I, I enjoyed that about the uh, the idea of doing this show. And in the beginning, I didn't know what I was getting into either. You know, I was just glad you were trying. I'm glad you took a chance on me because I know I can be a handful at times. Yeah, you can. You still I are. Know, I know. You still Not all are. the time at times. I get it. But same thing with me. I can be a handful and most of the time. <laughs> this is true. Um, but for life, yeah. What else? Since then? Oh, gosh. Um, biggest thing was I ended up getting married uh, not too far long ago to my now husband. Uh, we got a house, hence this lovely room we're in. Uh, we got a doggy, hence this little girl you see right here. Um, and we've just been hanging out. We both got new jobs, you know, our full-time jobs that we're both enjoying. And Jobs. Um, my, my girlfriend at the time is now my wife. Mm-hmm. Our son is now many years older. You know, he's like preteen now or tween, whatever. He's a tween. Uh, he's in between. Pre, I, yeah, he's a. Tw- I guess he's a, a tween because I think you'd be eleven to be preteen. He looks like he's fourteen. <laughs> he's got he's ten and he's got braces and he wears men's clothes. He's a tween. He's every physically bit. he could be preteen. Physically he could be in high school. <laughs> so, well, I need to see him in person. Oh my god! But you know, just a lot of a lot of stuff has mm-hmm. evolved over the years. Um. So, you know, the point of tonight is to kind of reminisce and, uh, you know, I wanted us to talk about our, our favorite episodes or favorite just moments of the show. Cause you know, we've done a hundred of these since 2018. Mm-hmm. So we've, uh, we've experienced a little bit of, you know, we've seen some things and we've done some things. We've talked about some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
And because we've had 100 episodes, I definitely had to go back into our archive of all our episodes. And I actually had to re-listen to a lot of them to remember what we talked about. But I pulled my top five. I wrote them down in my lovely notebook here. So these are my top five in no particular order. Just my top five. But here we go. Let's go. So first we have um, Birthday Florida Man. little background. If you go to Google and type in what your birthday or a holiday or any just random day of the year pick one it doesn't matter and then you type in florida man after that day and hit enter you're going to get one if not multiple articles about what a florida man did on that date in florida and i think we did this around your birthday one year because mm-hmm. um, i don't think we did it for my birthday but i want to say it was yours and <laughs> I just remember laughing my butt off at all the crazy stuff that these men are doing in Florida that you don't think is real, but it's real because I double checked. These were real news articles. Yeah. And that's the thing is it's not just, it's not just a crime. It's like a ridiculous crime. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like it's real. Like it, it, it's actually something somebody was idiotic enough to do, mm-hmm. you know, and this is just a man in Florida, some man in Florida. We didn't search like, Florida woman, Florida grandma, like Karens of Florida, nothing like that. I'm sure there's a whole, a whole slew of, of stories. Yeah, because all the old people retire in Florida. But every day of the year, something odd, some odd crime has happened in Florida. Do you think it's like the humidity or are, they, is there, are there more drugs down there that they're doing? Well, there's definitely more drugs down there. But I think that your, I think your give a damn is not as high in Florida. I don't think you really care because like you said, there's a lot of retirees. Um, it's, it's uh, for the most part, it's pretty nice weather all year. I, I think it's very like nonchalant. Like, eh, of I course there's more drugs. It's right next. It's so close to Cuba. I'm yeah. sorry. I totally, That's I, I was, like, was yeah, not thinking my geography. There's of lots of drug trade right tons there. Tons of drugs. Like, yeah, of course there's drugs. Okay. Well, that was one of my top five. Um, Another one on my list was a genital logic episode we did. This is where we take a topic and we give the men's and women's perspective on it. But in this genital logic, we talked about the things that men didn't know about women. And in that episode, it was a lot of, let's say, biological stuff that men do not know. And I I taught Sergio some things that I day. didn't know most of the stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, to my defense you don't really get a sex education on the opposite sex when when you're in school they teach you about you mm-hmm. but they don't really teach you about the other you know the other sex it's not in detail not in detail and it's stuff that you just kind of have to figure out like with trial and error <laughs> you know life experiences living uh, with the opposite gender and i've lived with mine for a, almost a de- or for a decade and there were still things i didn't know so, yeah, I mean, it enlightened me. And it wasn't all just like biological stuff. Some of it was just it was just like how how women work and how we think, too. But I think all of that combined was really eye opening for Sergio. So if you ever want to do a thing women didn't know about men. Let yeah. Me know. And the other thing, too, is that it also tells you how much your maybe your spouse, like in your case, you with with uh, Harrison or myself with Myrna. It kind of it's kind of a testament to you guys as far as some of the stuff that you guys just deal with that you don't tell us. Yeah. You just deal. 
and some of it's awkward, embarrassing, whatever. And it's just like, eh, it's just a part of being a woman. Don't worry about it. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome know? to being a woman, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Another top episode for me. Um, this was probably several years ago, maybe right before COVID or the season before COVID. But we did a fantasy football draft. And it was my first one ever because I don't do fantasy football drafts. I'll watch football. I don't do the draft thing. So we did a draft. You know, Sergio's over here looking at stats and ratings and all this stuff for his players and his teams. And for my fantasy football team, I just picked whoever I thought was the most attractive. And that was the only thing I went by. Didn't look at stats. I don't even think I looked at some of their names. Like, I don't remember their names. You looked at pictures. I looked at pictures. I'm like, oh, he's cute. He's cute. He's cute. And then I was like, oh, I need a, I need a tight end. Okay, I pulled up the tight ends. I'm like, oh, that one. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that one right there. Mm-hmm. And then we, um, we ended up comparing to see how we both did through the season. If I'm not mistaken, I think we tied. We did? I think we tied. I know I didn't win. I don't think you won, but I don't think... I didn't. I wasn't last. If you beat me, or if I beat you, it wasn't by much. But I think we tied. And this is me doing research. This is me actually putting a team together based on what I know of fantasy football. And of football in general. So I don't know what that says about me. Or what that says about me, ladies. I don't know. Or cute guys are good at football. I don't know. Close your eyes and point. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That was a pretty good episode. I like that episode. Because it it went on. It was like an ongoing thing through the whole football season. Yeah, because we would check it, and I would be really surprised when my team was doing well. I'd be like, oh, yay! Mm -hmm. Um, All right, so the next one, number four, no particular order. Uh, We did a Kate's movie review, because if you watch the show, whether you know or if you don't know, I have a hard time watching movies, and it's, an I don't know, an anxiety thing for me, and... I don't know why. Sometimes I just, I get turned off at the thought of someone telling me to watch, you know, this classic movie. I'm like, I don't want to, I'd rather do anything else. Anyway, but I did a movie review. This was very early on, one of my first movie reviews, but I reviewed The Matrix. I had never seen The Matrix. I know that's a very classic, like everyone should see movie, Keanu Reeves. You know, very turn of the century. It was really big because of when it came out and, you know, computer, AI. It was very high tech. Mm -hmm. It was at the time. Bullet time. The thing where he's dodging the bullets. Mm -hmm. That was that was like brand new, like cinema technology. You know, a lot of this. That was one of the first movies that really used like a ton of uh, a ton of the special effects and the CGI. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that whole series was kind of like pushing the envelope. Yeah, and I remember I watched the movie, I paid attention, I took notes, I gave an honest review on the show, and it wasn't that giving the review was my favorite part. What I liked so much about this episode was this was a segment that helped me, you know, break out of my comfort zone and in a way kind of forced me to try something new and watch a movie I never would have watched on my own. And because of that, I ended up watching the rest of the movies in this series. So now I can say I've seen all the Matrixes. When people bring it up or reference it, I know what they're talking about. And it's helped me, you know, watch other movies too. Even if it's not for the show, I can sit down. If someone says, hey, you should really, you know, watch this movie. It's a classic. I know you'll like it. I just, I've learned to trust them and I watch it. And even if I end up not liking it, 
They're it's not, not the end of the world. What did I do except watch a movie? They're not called classics for a reason. Not every movie is considered a classic. No. You know, but if somebody calls it a classic, it's probably a classic. You should probably give them a chance. I just don't like people telling me what I will and will not like. <laughs> and you liked it, so there. I did like it. Okay. Um, finally, um, I came across an episode I did probably right around the time we first started. This was a long, long time ago. And I don't know what was happening to me at the time. Um, obviously, I had a bad day the day I recorded this. Um, but I gave a rant on an episode. Like, it was just me recording myself talking about the horrible experience I had at the doctor's office that morning. And I'm just venting, basically. I was so mad. I'm telling the story. I'm getting very mad as I'm saying it again. Um but basically, there was just a stupid girl <coughs> in front of me at the optometrist's office who was trying to check in. I'm trying to check in right after her. And, you know, it's early in the morning. I had to wake up early to get here. I should be in and out in, you know, 20, 30 minutes tops. And she's making me wait here for 15 minutes until the receptionist can check me in because the girl in front of me, she had to get new insurance and she didn't know she got new insurance. She thought she was still on her old insurance and she didn't even know the name of her insurance. And she was so stupid. And I'm like, you are a functioning tax paying adult. Cause you're, you're clearly over 18 cause you're here by yourself. If you're not, you're here with a parent, but you're here by yourself. So I know you're at least 18. You're paying your taxes. you probably have a job. If you have health insurance, or at least you're still on your parents. But I'm like, how do you survive? Like, do you know what an optometrist is? Do you know what insurance is? Do you know where you are? Do you know what you're doing here? Yeah. Do you know what the procedure is today? Like, do you really know what you're, what you're, suppo- what you're getting checked out? <laughs> like, like, do you think they're going to like tell you to open your mouth and they're just going to like start looking at your teeth in there? <laughs> Wrong body part. They're like, no, ma'am, pull them back up. Wrong so- part. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't I don't think I, I want to do that again on an episode if it's not something that's very, very relevant to all of society. Um, I tend, I, I'd rather, like, express those feelings a different way that's not in a public space. I like to, like, write things down a lot. Mm-hmm. If I, I'm having issues with a person, I write their name down, and I go like this, and then I rip up the paper, or I crumple it up, and I burn it. I don't know. But I'd rather get my anger out that way versus just displaying it again on a public so, platform. So but, that's what you're doing whenever you write, whenever I'm talking. <laughs> writing my name. Sergio just said the stupidest thing again again on our live podcast. And then you burn it afterwards. Okay. Uh, now I know. <laughs> the end. So is that it? Is that five? Those are my, my top five, uh, or at least... Most memorable episodes, I will say. So I would say um, mine's a little bit of like just general statements about our show. But uh, I would say uh, one of my top five would be Lone Wolf McQuaid, the movie review. Chuck Norris, classic film, 80s. I did review that. 80s Mm -hmm. action movie with a guy that was an action star in the 70s And until you brought it up to me, I never heard of... I thought you made that up. I was like, that's not real. That's not a real movie. You knew who Chuck Norris was. I knew Chuck Norris, but I was like, Lone Wolf McQuaid? Did you pull it out of your butt? Like, what are you talking about? And it's it's one of those absurd movies that's not realistic at all. He's a Texas Ranger, you know, law enforcement. Mm -hmm. 
He drives like this badass tricked out Bronco with a supercharger. You know, he there's a there's a scene where the bad guys bury him in like the desert in his Bronco. And I just remember that he he like reaches into the you know, he's all beat up and stuff. He reaches into the back seat <laughs> and he pulls out a beer and he like pours the beer on him and starts drinking it to like wake himself up and he, he turns on his truck, kicks in the supercharger and breaks out of the hole. <laughs> just it it's absurd but you know it's just like macho tough guy 80s movie yeah yeah and you know it, it's it's it was a great movie i thought but I, I thought it was cool that you uh that you actually took the time to watch it because it was pretty absurd and that if that's your first chuck norris movie and i'm throwing that on you like you know if you can handle that you can handle some of the better ones so i was i was proud of you for that thank you that was one of my favorite ones um another good one or memorable. I don't know if it was good, but it was memorable. Uh, my first encounter with Uber Eats. This was this was like 2019 when I was dealing with when I first dealt with Uber Eats, and I had ordered Hooters. I was staying at a hotel, and Uber Eats was was really new, and they gave me like this extreme discount for giving this try, this a try, and you know it's like everything it showed up late it was cold the order was wrong there was like all these different things you know now everything is so streamlined mm -hmm. now you go to hooters or chipotle or whatever and they have like a little shelf mm -hmm. for like uber's eats and doordash and all that but back then it was just it was so new i don't even think doordash was a thing yet and it was so new and like it wasn't very organized and you know, people's food were getting delivered to the wrong place. And it's like, no, your, your dot says that you're here. And it's like, no, I'm here. You know, it just stuff like that. And if anybody remembers Uber and uh, Lyft, when it first began, it was kind of a, it was kind of an S show back then too. It wasn't as, as streamlined and organized as, as it is now. Mm -hmm. So Uber Eats was absolutely terrible in the beginning. And, uh, but yeah, I just had a horrible experience with it and like customer service, lack of you know you can't really call and complain because there's not really a complaint number and yeah you just kind of deal with it it was like well it was almost free so i'll tolerate it but to this day i don't think i've used it again I, I i think my wife has but i personally don't think i've used it again i've never used it because yeah. i just hear people all the time saying i ordered uber eats and the person who's supposed to deliver it just stole it they stole it or people or you left it somewhere and then somebody stole it yeah, I just and then it's so expensive now too. Like I don't know what it cost back in 2018, but I guarantee if we were to compare prices, it's probably so much more expensive. Or if that's not expensive, they add on all these fees now, and then the fees and then the tip. And I would rather just place an order for pickup and go pick it up myself. Yeah, spend. I mean, it costs you. I'll $2. pay less in gas. Yeah, it costs you two dollars in gas to go get it, but it'll cost you like twenty bucks in uber eats fees and it won't show up in time no mm -mm. you know because i don't order from far away like i'm not even if i did want to use uber eats i'm not gonna order from somewhere that's 30 minutes away I, no. I go to the sandwich place 10 minutes down the road i order it i get in my car i drive there by the time i get there it's ready right yeah that's exactly the way i am yeah so hmm. that that was a, a memorable episode another one so we used to do our shows live in uh, deep ellum in dallas uh, like, like the, the, the live music capital of Dallas. And um, we had this really cool place called Common Desk that was like a shared office setting. And we used to do shows live there. 
We had a young lady by the name of Becky Nitschke there. She's an actress. Um, she was doing a live show with us and we were on the second level. So we were upstairs and you have a big, like it's nothing but glass. So you can just look out and you can see the street and your car and all that. I had a Jeep Wrangler at the time. It was a gorgeous day when we went in to record. Somewhere towards the end of the recording, I look up, like I'm really focused outside and it's just pouring rain. And like, I just get up, like throw off my headphones and I just go running down the stairs and I run outside. It's pouring. I'm, I'm trying to close the top back. You know, you got to get in the vehicle to close the, to latch it. It's soaked. You're soaked. Well, uh, you're soaked. Yeah. Yeah. I see in, it in, in general, you're soaked. Um, so, you know, in the end it stopped raining. It was like a flash flood or whatever. Like one of those brief rainstorms that comes through, it's gone in 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it, but it, it soaked me. It soaked the car. I had to drive home in it. Uh, it wasn't raining when we left. <laughs> like I was just miserable. And, uh, but I do remember like that whole, at the time, it's just like, what the hell's going on? And I'm trying to, I'm trying to do all this stuff, you know, memorable for sure. It was memorable. You know, um, the, uh, the, the book reviews that we've started doing within this year, uh, that's, uh, that's become a favorite segment of mine, um, because we're evolving. Like we're, we're choosing to go down like a different rabbit hole that we were not, it's not necessarily in our comfort zone, you know? And the goal is to try to pick not just a, a certain genre of book. Mm-hmm. Like let's read a biography. Let's read a thriller. You know, we're, we're slowly working our way through stuff. So I, I do, I have enjoyed that so far. Yay. I, I've, I've enjoyed that. And I would say the other thing that, that I enjoyed again, not a specific episode, but I've enjoyed the fact that we've created segments. We've created things that are like staples in our in, in our arsenal. You know, genital logic. We take a male and a female perspective on a topic and, and we, we you know we and we discuss it. Um, pound sign time, we take a trending, you know, hashtag and we and we discuss them. Uh, law and disorderly news, we take news segments and we kind of we take, you know, some of the news segments are educational. Some of them are funny, some of them are sad, some of them are political. It's a little bit of everything. Uh, payday, talking about money and finances. Uh, I feel like there's something else I'm missing. What am I missing? There is something else. I can't remember now. But, you know, it's just, that's that, to me, that's probably the cool part is just, it's not just, hey, we're going to come out here and talk about random stuff. We have, like, actual, like, topics and agendas that we want to discuss. And, uh, and it's stuff that's evolved over time. And it's like, hey, let's try this. Let's see if it sticks. It doesn't work. Let's try something else. Let's see if this sticks. And here we are 100 episodes later and we've got we've got a, a pretty good, well-rounded show, I think. I would so, say so. So I'm, uh, I'm extremely happy about that. You know, we've, uh, we've evolved a lot over the years. Uh, you know, some of the stuff that I've been uh, looking at, I've been looking at like, like I found stuff that we have. So, like, Young Ideas Dish, uh, you know, for all your Dish and Google product needs. <laughs> Shout out to those guys. But Gary and, and his team, like, I remember they gave us a bunch of stuff to give away. So, I, I happened to find this today. So, here's a Young Ideas koozie. Like, I got I got koozies. I, I remember we had shirts we were giving out. So, this is a uh, this is a Young Ideas shirt. And this was, this was when they were a retailer of the year in 2020. 
So they they've been Dish Authorized Retailer of the Year for many years, but this was in 2020 when they did it. You know, so like they gave us stuff to give out. Memory Lane. I found these, which I don't know if you remember these, but these are stickers that have all of our stuff on it, all of our information, yeah. all of our hashtag and. They look like business cards. They look like business stickers. cards, but they're stickers. Yeah, they got all of our, you know, where you can find us, our, our Twitter handle and, or X. It's called X now. I can't even it's use that. It's called X now. But <laughs> look at all the stickers. But I, I bought what seems like a million of these and I never run out. And, and you gave me so many. And I put them everywhere. When we were in Deep Ellum, I would like walk down the street and I would stick these to poles, to windowsills, like the the mailboxes like everywhere i stuck these are stickers so when i travel to vegas i still keep these in my travel bag my little backpack and when i go to vegas i i get these and i stick them on uh, in the bathroom on the toilet paper so i put it you know because i don't have to touch anything i just kind of peel back the sticker part and put it on there and i put it on the on the last piece of toilet paper like the piece that's hanging out that you got to pull on and I'm hoping that somebody's gonna pull on it and be like, oh, that's interesting. That's clever. Wouldn't you want to put it like on the the door? Well, the only reason on I sitting on sitting height, so like when you're sitting taking your poo poo, like well, it's right there. Well, the only reason I don't do that is I don't want to deface the property. All I'm doing is defacing that one piece of toilet paper. Oh, okay. Do it on the door if there's already like graffiti all over the door. But if the door is really nice, if it's like, you know, Caesar's Palace or something. In yeah, Vegas, most paper. of them are pretty nice. They got guys that clean those things pretty frequently. So I've never been. I wouldn't have guessed that. Vegas is super clean with that stuff. Hmm. But like I said, I put it somewhere where it's like, you can't get me for defacing something. It's on a strip of toilet paper. If you're really offended, just rip off the square. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm circumventing the law. <sighs> So. I love how creative and innovative you are on your marketing. Thank you so much. No, officer. I'm not defacing property. I'm circumventing the law. I swear it's drunk. I'm not God. You know, and we've had so many cool experiences. You know, we did wrestling, you know, for two different wrestling agencies. We did some stuff mm -hmm. from some promo work for them. You did a movie. Yeah, I did a short film. You got like tied up. <laughs> I I played a kidnapped girlfriend and they tied me up. And the location we shot at was this place that was like an old abandoned building warehouse type of thing um, near Deep Ellum like in Dallas. But the whole point is that it's the location for local artists to go do like wall art and like art graffiti, not like to deface. Like, it's it's sectioned off or sanctioned as you can do art on the wall here. So people go do that there. So it's a really, really cool place because it has this cool graffiti artwork everywhere. But people did drugs there. And how I know that is because when we were shooting there and they told me, okay, we have you tied up. We want you to like get down on the ground and kind of like, you know, crawl around the ground like you're trying to escape. And I didn't want to, not because I didn't want to get dirty, but because there were used and broken needles and syringes all over the ground. And I didn't want one to accidentally poke me like through my pants into my skin because they're used in dirty drug needles. Mm -hmm. And I was a little freaked out, but we got through it. I didn't get poked. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, that was an experience. So you actually were a part of an award-winning short film. And I think, yeah, I, I wasn't able to go to the awards ceremony um, for our film, unfortunately. But we won, like, best overall film. Yeah. Um, and I have a copy of the award. So I'm, I'm proud of that. That was such a cool 
thing that I got to do, and it's all because of the the you know connections we made through you this know, podcast. Yeah, we and we've we've recorded like we've got we've got cool memories in Deep Ellum. We did some promo videos on like the electric scooters, and mm-hmm. you know I'd never ridden one of those before, so that was fun. Um, you know, there your husband well your husband wasn't even your fiance then; he was still your boyfriend. Still my boyfriend. You know, there's a like we're riding down the street on the scooter, and he's eating a sandwich, and you like knock it down and sandwich check. You know, it it was cool. We we just we we did a whole like string of promo videos for the show, and you know, like I said, we've 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 met a lot of people. We did some wrestling stuff. We've you know you you did some makeup sessions. Mm-hmm. You know, we've done a little bit of everything, um, and it's just we've evolved as a show and we've grown as a show. And that's one of those things that only comes with time and with the time we've got the experience and the episodes so i don't think we'd be where we are now if we hadn't hit 100 episodes like we can't 50 episodes ago we were in like a completely different universe 50 episodes ago we were in covid i think (laughs) we were in covid time yeah we made it through covid during this podcast so we learned you know obviously we couldn't meet in person in deep Ellum anymore during covid to record it wasn't safe um and we figured out ways to record from two different locations like we did it all virtually before that was the thing we were yeah we we this mixer that we're using now we bought it and at the time like nobody knew how to do these things virtually that that's when zoom was still pretty new and uh, teams and all that stuff was pretty new and um yeah like we we kind of had to learn how to do it if we wanted to keep doing it and that was what, there was like six months or a year where we just did our show remotely. It was a long time because you know? COVID was still about, vaccines weren't up yet. So, you know, it wasn't, we were forced to do it from home for a very long time. And we kept doing it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that was the cool thing is like, a, like I said earlier, we were doing podcasting before it was cool. Everybody like, some people were like, oh, that's kind of dorky. And now everybody and their mom has a podcast. Mm-hmm. But we were doing it before it got cool. <laughs> And we were doing the remote stuff before it got cool. Now everybody has apps and they can record a show from another state or another country. And, you know, I still think our quality is better. I think our sound quality is better. I think our presentation is better. I think we're more organized. You know, that's what I pride, our, I pride us on is that I think we, what do I call? I call us semi-pro or semi-professional broadcasters. And I think we treat it that way. And I think, uh, that's why we, we we're still here, you know, and that's how we still end up back together because we take <laughs> our breaks. Don't get me wrong. We get sick of each other, but then we just, we miss it. I think personally we miss it. Yeah. You know, you, you might not realize you miss it until you're back together, but you're like, oh, this is familiar. This is my outlet. Because we, Sergio and I, this, you know, podcasting isn't our full-time job. We have other full-time jobs that pay our bills and we have families and other responsibilities that we have to prioritize too so the fact that we are able to make the time to get together and record and put these shows out there makes me happy and it gives me something to look forward to and don't get me wrong like you said sometimes we'll, we'll record several episodes at once and then it's like okay i don't want to see you for two weeks bye sayonara <laughs> and but then at the end of that two weeks it's like i'm itching I'm itching to get the headphones on and to, to talk about things. And like, he comes over and I'm so happy to see him. Um, and we catch up and we do what we got to do, but it's, it's always a fun time. Very fun time. Indeed. 
Um, I got a few little tidbits about the show and the Ooh, history of the show. Let's hear it. So our most uh, viewed or most listened to episode, 5,056 listens. And the episode was about Thanksgiving staples, like food, like things that are in your on your Thanksgiving uh, menu every year. And it was like your your family, your your demographic versus my demographic, you know, being a Latino and being Caucasian. It's like, what do you guys eat and what do we eat? Like what's what's on the menu every year? That's very interesting. Thanksgiving. I wouldn't have guessed that. That was the, that was the most listened to by far. And it's, it's kind of staggering that like that many people thought that that was so interesting. Was there nothing else on? Was there nothing else to listen to that? Well, week? I think that could have, that could have been one of the first Thanksgivings during COVID. So maybe I everyone think... listened to everything else, watched everything, read everything. Um, but I, I will say in that episode, we do give two cool perspectives because different cultures different families eat different things and i would love to try the thanksgiving food at your house too because it sounds awesome it's pretty good i ain't gonna lie <laughs> um but you know over the years we've added so many different formats uh we started off on youtube mm-hmm. uh, and then we added facebook live uh, and we were doing YouTube and then we were also doing, and then at some point we started doing Facebook live and we started doing Facebook live is when we integrated, uh, the audio like Spotify, um, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, iHeartRadio. Uh, well, recently, like this mm-hmm. year we've added iHeartRadio and Amazon music. And there's like seven other platforms that aren't that big that we're on. So now we post a show and it goes everywhere. Um, you know, but there is a whole group of shows. This is episode 100 since we started the Spotify era. But we've got probably 40 or 50 episodes on YouTube. Uh, check, search Law and Disorder Podcast and you'll find us. And we just sit there with the microphones and talk like this. Yeah, <laughs> so we, this is when we just met and just started recording together and we were still getting to know each other. We had other. like mismatched gear and like we were learning. We were learning. We were trying to, yeah, we were trying to get comfortable with each other. Uh, and then, you know, we started hitting our stride. We started doing, we did Deep Ellum. We did shows, you know, at the local game store in Richardson, you know, cool game store that's still there. They do. Uh, you know, tournaments. Like, yeah, like game tournament, like card mm-hmm. game tournaments, uh, video game tournaments, video games, yeah. Dungeons and Dragons, Pokemon, Yu Gi Oh, all that stuff. Um, so you know, and that was several years ago. That was pre COVID. Mm-hmm. They're still around. You know, Common Desk where we were doing the live shows is still around. Uh, you know, and we've just kind of evolved with time. Uh, and I'm I'm the most proud of that is that we're we're still here. We're still evolving. We're not the, if you listen to episode one and you listen now to episode 100, 100, (laughs) it's not the same. It doesn't sound the same and it shouldn't sound the same. It has to evolve. We have to evolve. You don't want to listen to me talking about the same crap I talked about a hundred episodes ago. I don't think. What does that say about me and you? If you're listening to the exact same thing. We're boring. You know, we're boring. Yeah. We got stuff to do now. We're growing. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm really I'm really proud that we're still here and we're I feel like we're just now getting started. 
I feel like things are going to get bigger and better and faster and stronger. And, you know, we just keep doing it one day at a time, one episode at a time. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I'm really glad that we're still here. And I couldn't I couldn't have done this without you. Oh, me neither. I yeah. couldn't do audio stuff that you do. You bring so much to the table with that. You, you bring so much perspective that I don't have. And, you know, you say that you're law and I'm disorder. I tend to think that I'm law and you're disorder. But I think that's one of the fun things about us is that some episodes I am disorder and some episodes you're disorder. Mm -hmm. And it's fun. We have a great time. We go back it. and forth. Yeah. We get to just hand the baton off. So I think that's everything we got, you know? Yeah. I, uh, once again, I want to thank uh, Young Ideas Dish for being there all this time for us. Gary and his team, uh, all your dish and Google product needs and cell phones, uh, Wavespace audio for the music. He's been doing this music for us since I, when we launched, mm -hmm. when we launched this stuff a hundred episodes ago, we didn't launch it until we had music. Like we, we got a logo or we revamped the logo and we got music. And that was like the, the kickoff of this. So all 100 episodes, you know, or this guy here, that intro hundred episodes, awesome super thanks proud so of that intro so thanks man i appreciate wavespace for that um anything else thanks for sticking with us y'all thanks for sticking with us i keep sticking with us it's gonna get better mm -hmm. so on behalf of myself and miss caitlin hey. next time we will be in 101 101 101 see you guys later bye y'all ladies <laughs>